Welcome to Fly Cool Shit, the show where Jeff Petro and Mark Pollard talk about aerobatics, unique airplanes, aviation news, and so much more. Hey pilot, you're cleared to enter the box. Smoke on. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Fly Cool Shit, the best gosh darn aviation podcast about aerobatics on the planet. I'm Mark. And I'm Jeff. And uh, you hear that? I almost, man, all the ice froze. Got a little drinky drink going on. Got a little drinky drink going on? I'm on vacay down in uh, the Bahamas, beautiful Bahamas. It's, I'm roasting my pale skin. But why not? <laughs> right? why not? Might as well. Yeah, drinking a little Jamo, a little Jameson action. It's twelve o'clock, nice, dude. Wednesday after the Fourth of July afternoon. How was your Fourth? It was awesome. They do a bunch of fireworks down here, and uh, I wore a big stars shirt, little tank top, just to you know represent the uh, good old U.S. of A. and burgers oh, yeah. and hot dogs. Burgery, burgery and hot doggy and a little avocado on there. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. Keeping it fresh. Yeah. It was good. What'd you do? Um, well, uh, luckily I was home for a few days in between <clears throat> aircraft training. So I've been, I mean, I'm two weeks into a three month long process to get typed on the 737, which is, you know, it's a drag, but um, the nice thing about training departments is that, you know, every holiday is basically you, you, you're going to have it off. So um, I would see I came home Friday. I go back tonight. Um, but um, yeah, I had a few days off. I had the fam. Um, man, we just been like the weather. So when I got home on Friday, we had like two, two or three days of like 100 degree weather. It was hot, like 102, 105 real hot spell and then it uh settled back down um and yesterday it was like oh man it was like 80 degrees sunny beautiful nice little uh still feeling the cool ocean breeze off the coast a little bit and uh we had a bunch of people over i i smoked like it was way <laughs> way too much tri-tip but i smoked like i think we did 20 pounds of tri-tip oh my god and yeah dude um the wife made homemade mac and cheese gruyere and cheddar mac and cheese it was insane um my brother-in-law made uh fresh homemade tzatziki and so we we made like a huge like you know appetizer mediterranean plate and then we had mac and cheese and salad and pigs in a blanket and the tri-tip and oh it was so good and then uh, uh so what we, we've done this a few years now uh this was like the third year of us doing it is we host our house at our house dinner and then we all literally caravan to another house in the neighborhood that's uh, farther up on the hill. And where we are, it's amazing. Um, we're kind of on the, uh, gosh, I guess northwest to west end of of this hill in in uh, the East Bay. But where our friend's house is positioned is kind of facing. Sorry, I said. Uh, uh, nor- Did I say northwest? It, I'm hungover. But uh, it, we're we're almost uh, a little more east, almost due east, magnetic east. Um, but the friend's house is is west northwest, and so 
where that's positioned in the band. I know that's uh, that doesn't have any have much relevance, but um, we are able to see like six or seven different towns fireworks displays, like pretty decent from their street. And so it's a big thing. Everybody comes out of their houses and and kind of not. I won't say block party is it, but like you know, pops chairs out. You know, we bring sparklers out and and poppers for the kids and. You know, sap it on drinks and and dessert, and so we had dinner here. We all caravaned over there, had dessert and and more drinks over there, and watched you know a bunch of fireworks, and it was super fun, man. Speaking of fireworks, oh my god, are we are we getting are we just are we just are we just Kool Aid Manning through the side of the wall and just going for this thing? We just we just gonna split it wide open. I think we need to because there's a lot to talk about. I have a, a yeah. sangria slushy calling me in about an hour. So um, well, we don't want that to melt. Yeah, we, we definitely don't want that to melt. Uh, I'm just opening up so my, me, uh, my mail account and looking in the trash bin because that's where all these emails are and belong. Let me, let me paint the picture while you're, while you're opening up your Gmail. So I'm sure everybody is uh, aware of what we're going to talk about today. Um, <laughs> And this is why I uh, I'll say it I unsubscribed from the Exploder, and then I started getting all these screenshots of like you guys see this shit you see this shit you see this look at this holy crap look at this you know mud is getting slang uh, you know names are getting called uh, accusations are being made so I resubscribed and it was of course a huge freaking mistake because it's a nightmare but basically what is going on is that uh, IAC elections are are going on right now so uh, whoever you side with go vote please please vote show your participation um go vote that being said um and i feel like we can use names because um i mean they have they have themselves um uh, i guess it's no secret you know uh robert armstrong made a um any e- put an email out there bold yeah yeah a pretty bold accusation um effectively uh, uh, insinuating or claiming or accusing the current IEC leadership of of essentially funneling money into the unlimited team, basically supporting the teams with IEC membership money, which is, um, I don't know if I want to use the term illegal, uh, but it's certainly uh, against any um, IEC bylaw uh, that you can't do that. Um, the teams don't accept that, um, and. You, you know, you have actually a, um, um, I don't know, a unique view into this a little bit, being a, a, a former advanced team member and somebody who's who's vying for the uh, unlimited team. But uh, this is this was uh, this kind of sent the world by storm, and and uh, we're going to get into our opinions on it in a second. But um, this really brought a lot of people out. Um, I say out of the woodwork. That, that kind of sounds like they were hiding in hiding or or or. Um, non non participants in the communication or discussion, but yeah, this got a lot of heat. This got a lot of heat. Um, yeah, and I think the uh, like what you were talking about. I think the thing that made everybody's you know lose their shit was uh, I'm going to read a quote, not a quote, but I'll I'll read it verbatim. Um, Robert Armstrong said here, and I quote, reading from his email: When you decide to go to air show or world competition, that is great but the membership is not obligated to financially support your new adventure. So I could tell you with the fact that the IAC does not write a check 
to any team member to financially support them at all. I think that from what I remember, all I can think of that the IAC does help with, which I'm very grateful for the IAC. I mean, like I always said, where, you know, you could show up, you could pay a minimal fee and fly in a cool box in front of judges and, and the structure is there in place. But all the ISC does is, you know, put a link on their website where people can donate to a uh, tax deductible, um, uh, whatever you want to call it, uh, donation uh, to the team. Yeah. So, but, you know, IAC or whatever, we didn't get checks from the IAC whatsoever. Um, and any donation money that was received was minimal. I think it was like a thousand dollars or something like that and like that doesn't even cover the gas for me to get to and from all the practice camps that we had to no. go to um or that like doesn't the, cover the gas to drive to the airport yeah it's just like <laughs> so like that that all got whacked up and and i do appreciate people that did donate and uh big shout out to absolutely jerry jerry i remember jerry reidinger uh wrote a big check uh to the team really supportive um i Forgive me for forgetting your name if you've donated, but um, very much appreciated. But nobody, and I feel like this was definitely, if I can think of one person who is a great competition pilot and a great aerial pilot, there's only one that comes to mind, and it's Rob Holland. And it just so happens that he's running again for a board seat. So it was very targeted, yeah. and I think it was definitely below the belt. And if you're going to win, win yeah. on merits, win on good standing, be a good person. But um it feels like this is how to say it. Um, it just—it's not a big enough organization. It, this should never happen. But we're not even a big enough organization to to necessitate this or to, to, for somebody to even do this, you know. And you can't say that the current leadership isn't doing as good, if not better, of a job. I mean, yeah. There's one thing that they've done, which has been a great, great um, addition. CDIC, which is National Aerobatics Day. And I'll yeah. be honest with you, I didn't think it was going to be as popular as it is. And and I'm not no. upset that I'm wrong. I didn't mean it in a malicious way whatsoever. I'm really happy. Um, and you know, it just goes to show you that like if if somebody has an idea that you don't think is good, it doesn't mean it's not going to be a uh um uh, uh what's one of the, the uh that doesn't That's mean success. Yeah, exercise. Yeah. Um I agree. I agree. And like, you yeah, know, I agree. You know what I hate, this is blowing my mind, else. dude. This is like all blowing my mind. But everybody is just like, yeah, this, this sucks. This is horrible. It's like, why are you like, then what, how could you fix it then? Like, what are they doing? What specifically are they doing wrong that you would do differently? Don't just well, say he, that, the, and the, that, they, that everything sucks and you and people are this and that and all these accusations and that not even ac- specific accusations, just like blanket statements. And and have no, no wild statements. Yeah. Like, well, what's your then tell me like what would you do different? What would you do better? Don't just be an asshole and say, yeah, this sucks. Like, I don't think it sucks. A lot of people don't think it sucks. Um, and you know, there's not one specific reason of what this board is doing wrong or unproductive or could do better. Not to say that they can't, or I mean I can do better, which everybody can always do better, but yeah, they're not then, perfect. Yeah, make a specific statement like, you know what? I don't like that the board doesn't meet enough. I don't like that in the meeting minutes, it was said X, Y, and Z specifically. That I I believe is wrong. And this is why I think it could be better. If somebody said that, yes. I'd be like, oh my God, I could be on board with you. Let me look into that. 
okay, I can respect that. But don't just feel like, oh, this, you guys suck, blah, blah, blah. And, and what's another quote here? Um, my, let's see here. Because I don't want to. Oh, yeah. And then, he, then Robert Armstrong says, and have watched in disbelief as the IAC crumbles to just the memory. Well, why is it crumbling? What's making it crumble? And why could, how could you uncrumble it? And why would, what could you do better? And what have you done better? Not to say you haven't, right. but like, I don't remember anything not, and not to say you haven't, but like, give some reasons, you know, give well, some and, specifics. And here, here's, here's the, you know, I, I, I'll just, again, this is my opinion. We're, we're, uh, for all intent and purpose for this discussion, you and I, Jeff are, are nothing more than dues pain members with an opinion. Right. Um, yeah. and, um, there's a lot of people that are on the exploder on aerobatic pilots that uh, are that share the same the, the the same position within this organization. You know, we we've said it. I I've maintained belief uh, as an IAC member and as as a, a casual observer and admirer of aerobatics and the IAC for the last, I mean, damn near thirty years. Okay, um, that the IAC has an identity crisis. It has it it does not know who it is. That's my opinion. I know Jim Burke and and Rob would probably hear this and disagree and say that you know we we have a clear line of of where we are going, but that's 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 the whole point of of the organizational leadership is you know Jim at the helm, uh, Rob second in command. We have our our uh, directors that that vote and steer in a direction, and we've we've had this is just a microcosm for for uh, any political um, you know organization, right, big or small, but. Um, everybody's still trying to figure out what the IAC should be. And it's, it's still not clearly defined. Uh, you, you have obviously wildly different views from different people and you can see, you know, this, this is, this is the, uh, the rearing of, of the ugly head stemming from nationals two years ago, in my opinion, where you saw a clear party line division between People that supported Jim and people that opposed Jim, and there was uh, the fall board meeting ha- ha- was very polarizing, um, you, you know. And you're seeing, um, and, and I'm everybody's making this public, so this isn't this isn't back channeling stuff, but and and this is no disrespect to anybody, but you have Justin Hickson on Facebook being very very vocal about the opposition for current members, right, and in support of this other side. Um, it's very divisive, you know, it, we're, it also seems, um, and this will maybe the the only accusation I'll make on this podcast. It actually seems like a, a a kind of a concerted effort. It seems like this is a little bit planned. Uh, it seems, uh, coordinated because you had uh, almost at the same time, a bunch of people from that side, from, from the, the Armstrong support side basically go on the attack right and then you you, you kind of see people that are you know like me personally I, listen if if rob is taking money from the iac and jim is taking money from the iac and and funneling it into air show flying or support for uh worlds and that that would be a problem guys that would be a problem i would have a problem with that if it's not allowed i have a problem with it Here's here's the the reality though is that none of these accusations they're they're completely baseless, you know. And my 
I have a real problem. And I'll say this, Robert Armstrong, I have a real problem with what you did. You know, if you're going to make those claims, back it the fuck up, back it up. Don't come on the exploder or don't post on your, on your Facebook wild accusations and then disappear. I mean, I don't even think he's responded on the exploder since his, basically his, his campaign message of, of why, why vote for him? You know, it was pretty, in my opinion, pathetic because it sent, it, it actually set the, the, the voter base uh, on fire. And we've had these, these pretty heated political discussions uh, regarding who to vote for, what's going on. You now have people uh, that are, you know, Rob makes these claims and then you, uh, Robert Armstrong makes these claims, you know, Rob Holland responds, Jim responds, both very clear, like, you know, the, the financial documents, it's a 501c3, they're public. Here's the link. You can go look. Can you please provide any shred of evidence that your claims are, are, are insinuating? You know, anything, a document, an email, uh, a friend, an affidavit, anything that says that what you are saying has some merit. And there's been nothing. And then you have people that are supporting Robert Armstrong saying, yeah, Jim, uh, it's up to you to disprove Robert Armstrong's claims. <laughs> and I find that really disturbing. I, I, I couldn't believe I, that's when I was like, I can't be quiet anymore. You know, uh, when, so when, when somebody makes a wild accusation and then people call on the person to prove that wild accusation, prove you didn't do it. Literally, there's a, a, a in a quote, prove, Jim, prove that this didn't happen. How how on earth is somebody supposed to do that? Yeah, well, they did. This is so. And he, well, he did, and but it's like it's like it's like prove that I didn't funnel money. Okay, I won't. I will show you all the documents showing that I did funnel money to the unlimited team, which would be nothing. So is that the proof? How do how do how can you prove something didn't happen? Right? I mean, he he's shown the document. The financial statements are public. Posted the link. There they are. Clear as day. But what what more do you want? It's it's the onus really needs to be on. Robert Armstrong and those that are are making these claims to prove that this happened. And then if it did, I, I you know, I don't think we're biased. I, you know, I, I like Jim and I like uh, Rob Holland a lot. I think I don't have a problem with what they're doing right now. I don't. If if Robert Armstrong uh, beats Rob Holland and, and comes in, I, you know, he'll probably be fine. That's the thing is like uh, at the end of the day, guys, this is. It's it's a little IEC organization. It's a small organization. You know, our podcast and Aerobatic Pilots Facebook group has more viewership, membership, listenership, subscribership than the IEC does. So that should show you how small of an organization the IEC is. You know, it's a niche organization. Uh, it's really hard. It's going to be real hard to go uh, extreme one way or another. You know, you're not going to see big swings of changes, good or bad. Guys, it's, it's just going to kind of be and you're going to have these little rule changes and votes and organizational changes and shifts it's just going to be how it is. And it's how it's been. It, 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 I see it just kind of is. But I'm this was a real bummer to see, you know, there's a real a smear campaign to, to get to get votes. Are you serious? <laughs> Back it up. Or just be like, hey, like, here's my prior accomplishments. You, you literally can't you can't 
you can't sell yourself on your accomplishments. You have to slam the current leadership in order to get votes. I, I, that's real disturbing to me. I, honestly, uh, I think Robert Armstrong is above that, or he should be. It's pretty disappointing. Regardless of who you vote for, guys, I'm not saying vote for Rob Holland. I'm not saying vote for Robert Armstrong. But you should have a problem with this style of of campaign and this style of of um, or just this tactics. These these tactics, I think they're really poor. Yeah, I agree. I'm just uh, reading a bunch of like uh, past uh, candidate profiles, and everything can be found on the IRC. But yeah, yeah, it's just interesting. That's why we need to have a debate, like a live debate. You know, I think it'd be really interesting, I, and we'd host it on the podcast if if uh, Rob Holland and, and Robert Armstrong, since that, that's, that's who uh, you know, basically that's you know, Jim's seat is not up, but Jim's been uh, you know, pretty vocal on this, and you know, I don't know if he'd want to join in too, or or the the candidates would want him to join in, but um, it would be very interesting because because Rob and Jim both on the Exploder have really responded with, in my opinion, the best is that. Rob Holland gave out his personal cell phone number. I was like, just call me. Yeah. <laughs> so call I me if you have any questions. Check in with them to see yeah. if anybody called. <laughs> and, and and Jim, you know, um, his emails, I mean, he's such an eloquent uh, uh, writer and communicator. Um, very, very clear and poignant um, statements, right? There was no, there was no ambiguity. There was no, nothing was accusatory in nature. It was, here, I'm responding to your claims, you know, and I don't know. I just don't know how you read both of those and then be like, yeah, there's some fuckery afoot. You know, it's up to Jim and Rob Holland to, you know, prove their innocence. It's guilty until proven innocent. Yeah. But you Very know, odd the, to me, dude. the crazy thing is, is like everybody's like flipping out or saying, taking sides and this and that. But then only half those people vote. Same thing with like proposals, rule proposals, known sequence proposals. Yeah. Everybody is, it's so easy to be a, a, a keyboard cowboy here or whatever you want to call it and write all this crap about uh, on Facebook or a quick email, just back, not backing, but just making a, a stupid statement that something sucks without reason instead of going to vote or submitting a proposal. Like right now, there's another piece of drama going on within the IAC as far as tech inspections. And there's there's two sides. Yeah. That, oh my gosh. That, that don't agree that the IAC is taking a step back um, with being involved with tech inspections. Uh, for from what I would say is a, a pure liability uh, standpoint. Um, yeah. And then there's people that say don't do that. We need it. This and that. But you know whatever camp you're in, if you don't agree with what the IAC did, you and you can submit a proposal and have it voted on. And I would love to see that anybody complaining about the new tech form, if they were this vocal about it when it was going on within the board or being voted on. Because the problem is, is everybody gets so waits till the last minute and all of a sudden a couple of people say two things and they're like, well, I don't agree with it either. You're right. And it's like, well, where were you six months ago when we were discussing this within the board or it, it, you know, it was sent down in the board minute you know, meeting minutes, you can't complain about it after it's been voted on. That's not right. That's not fair to the board to, to try to shit on them if they're doing everything proper. 
You know, you can't say anything. And that's and that was one of the problems I had. I, you know, I was very vocal about how I felt about the sportsman sequence. And, you know, obviously, you know, people disagree with me and I'm totally cool with that. But I'm not cool with the fact of people, you know, having a, a problem with, you know, the sportsman sequence that didn't submit a proposal or when the proposals came out, didn't comment. You can't, you, yeah. that, it's, once that's done, you can't complain in my book. It, that, it's well, dude, look at, look at the exploder. Look at like people like, um, and I'll call him out. Jorge. Uh, I forget his last name. What, what a fucking clown this guy is. He's not even an IAC member. And he's been like more vocal at throwing shade uh, at me included. Uh, Specifically, at, at a bunch of people you. and making, uh, yeah, he hates me. I mean, he's can still you send him? Butter, can you send him an MP aviation t shirt? That would be hysterical. I might, <laughs> I might. Um, he, I mean, he's oh, such a clown. Like, when it's all said and done, like, dude, like, get the fuck over yourself. He's such a little bitter asshole, and but he throws all this shit. He, I mean, he like just spews the exploder with all these things to a bunch of different people, and it's like, you're not even an IAC member. You don't even have you shouldn't even have an opinion on this. You're not a you're not a you don't pay your dues. So why do you have a, a, a an opinion on what somebody's doing or not? That's that you can even you, you know you peel it further back than voting members don't vote, don't participate. You pay your dues, but you don't participate. Which is like, so, hey, again, we're back to the IAC, like just kind of that overarching um issue with the or not issue, but just the plight of the IAC. It's like the IAC means different things for different people. I love the IAC. I want to support the IAC. I love aerobatics. Um, and I want to support the the world of aerobatics and upset recovery and spin recovery and making safer pilots. So I pay my dues. I'm not competing, but I can still vote. I can still have an opinion. And I still very much pay attention to what's going on. Um, and so you have people that, you know, will pay their dues and and won't ever do anything. And then you have people that are are, are paying dues and on the advance and unlimited team or in a director position or, or president or vice president or treasury uh, that are, that are putting real, real um, efforts, real volunteer efforts into this organization. Totally. And you have everybody in between. Totally. Totally. I can, you know? Yeah. Um, before, any, any other dude, it's so funny that you mentioned tech inspections because I, I'm not even kidding you. This drama, this latest drama overshadowed um, the tech that because this is what started it. I mean, the, the, the one the the kind of the first big discussion, I feel like, was tech inspections. And then uh, then elections came along and uh, I feel like Robert Armstrong literally he it feels like he he set off a nuke and then fled the country. I mean, I haven't heard he hasn't responded. He hasn't supported his claims. He hasn't backed his stuff up. He's not in the discussion at all. It was like, I'm going to, I'm going to drop this bomb and then I'm out. And then, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, you know, I think he got exactly what he wanted. A bunch of people Horrible. rabble rousing and, and lighting tiki torches for no fucking reason. It's crazy to me. Um, yeah. But yes. you're, you know, this is overshadowing um, a big, big discussion on tech inspect, uh, inspections. And I have an opinion on it. I would love to hear your opinion on like, uh, you know, first, you you made you made a little bit of uh, uh, or you 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 mentioned a, a little bit ago a few minutes ago that this all stems or, or more likely stems from a liability issue right um, of, of the IAC kind of not being super you know they're kind of walking back uh, tech inspections um, people are up in arms saying like this is unsafe 
we're finding all this stuff or we've found all this stuff. It was actually a really interesting discussion. Um, Vicky Cruz yeah. came up a lot um, uh, in the discussion and, and uh, we'll talk maybe more about that for people that don't know what happened. But uh, what are your thoughts as a, as you know, unlimited competitor now um, you know, you're competing at the highest level. What are, what are your thoughts on this? Well, I think it goes back to like what we were just talking about. Um, agree. What I'm about to talk about too, with this president issue or this uh, slandering on uh, on the emails, it's just a lot of it's baseless, and there's no you know action afterwards. Like just like I said, a bunch of keyboard cowboys almost. And with the tech stuff, I hope it's not going to be the same thing because there's just a lot of shit throwing about you know why the the present board did this and blah blah blah. And there's no nobody. Well, I hope that everybody that made a comment was against it submits a proposal so i'm against i i don't agree with not that i don't agree with i think it can be better um the tech form situation and i could i think it could i think it's better than, I, yeah and i think it could be better than it was before so instead of me just writing an email and being like you know what this sucks somebody's gonna die um it's unsafe blah blah, blah. i talked to you and i also sent a uh, a rough draft and and i'm gonna write up a whole proposal of how I think it can be better. And I'll say why it's not why I'll say why I agree with it now. And I think it's, it's not bad right now because you, I'm not an AMP. You're not an AMP. I have no business signing an airplane and being the last signature or document that says an airplane is airworthy. Cause it does say um, the word airworthy on that tech form and you're the last person to sign it. And whether you got a lot or a little bit to lose, you are any lawyer if God forbid something happens, is going to get that piece of paper and he's going to look at who signed that last and they're going to come after you. Um, that's yeah. I'll bet you anything that that's what's going to happen. Um, that's absolutely what would happen. That's the, that's 100% the process that would take place. Yeah. And everybody that was against the, the new tech forms really is a, from what I could see a very safe pilot. Chris Rudd is uber safe. You know, a lot of people yes. that were vocal, uber very safe. knowledgeable, very knowledgeable. So most likely their airplane is going to be very, very safe. It's the people that are, are just, you know, got nine lives or don't give a shit, you know, strapping cable ties to the battery that really why this tech form issue is, is valuable. But what's yeah. to say that somebody comes in, right. And you, and I go up to their airplane, there's only one tech. I go up to their airplane. I look at it, blah, blah, blah. Everything's good. Blah, and I sign it. Now I'm the way I look at it. And I could be wrong is now I'm, I have some type of responsibility to this, this aircraft and the person flying it. What's to say that that person at night goes out and drinks has some alcohol in their system and goes and flies at eight o'clock in the morning, a competition flight and God forbid something. So like when you're signing off somebody's airplane, you're also almost being responsible for their actions throughout the contest in, while they're in the box, because you're saying that the airplane is there. So I just, whether you agree with me or not, that's how I feel, but this is, but this is how I think it could be better. I, in my proposal, which is very lengthy, because you know there's always going to be a devil's advocate as to, well, if you can't do this, then you know what's the course of action to follow through with the next step or whatever. But generally speaking, I feel that the competing pilots at a contest should gather and tech everybody's airplane together, and there should not be a checklist or anything like that. There should not be any signing. 
And if somebody wants to get away with something, whether it's tying some weight in their tail, you know, without knowingly that they're, they're trying to hide it. And if, the, if that person wants to do that and not act on good faith, I can't stop somebody from being an asshole like that. It's not my responsibility to. I, I would love to look in somebody's turtle deck for some type of loose debris, a GPS, a radio, whatever, car keys. I would love to make sure that nothing's rubbing. There's no, I would love to, to help find any loose nuts and bolts or screw, whatever, whatever I could do to help somebody. But if somebody is actively trying to conceal something or trying to be, you know, knowingly dangerous, I can't stop that person. And it's not my responsibility to, you know? No. And no, uh, I agree. And that, and also as a blanket thing, I did not sign up to the IAC.org or as I said, I didn't sign up to the IAC to become a tech inspector or to take on responsibility of somebody else's shit. I got enough on my plate between my family business and trying to keep this a hobby. Okay. Not to yeah. say I don't want to look at somebody's airplane. I would love to gather as a group and that's, and I would be willing to do that as a group and look at somebody's airplane together and, and, and make sure that everybody's plane is safe, but I'm not an AMP. I'm not pretending to be an AMP. I try to be safe, but there's a reason why an AMP checks my airplane out every year to make sure it's safe because I can't. So, yeah. you know, foreign objects, obviously people are going to miss stuff. Everybody, I, you know, I, I can miss stuff, you know, whatever, but, you know, I think putting the job upon one person that, is is not the greatest thing in the world and then making them sign a document that has the word airworthy on it and you being the last yeah. responsible person is is extremely um liable and it's a lot of responsibility and you know something i don't know if we're all you know good enough to fly an airplane upside down i think that we're all good enough to understand the decision of good faith and saying that you know um you know, my airplane was looked over by the group of competitors or at least four or five competitors. You'll see my proposal when it's all done, um, you know, and, you know, if if you're going to actively not not make sure that your airplane gets teched, you're an adult at this point. You know, this is we can't we can't treat everybody like a baby. I mean, it's not it's then it becomes, you know, then you just got to make another whole set of, well, we should be focusing on making the membership better and, and growing and marketing it correctly instead of making sure that some 30-year-old person doesn't lie to us. Like, what the fuck is it? Why, why do I need to make sure that somebody's not lying to me? Like, come on. We're all adults. Yeah. You know, it, it doesn't well, and, and sound ridiculous. It, so it's interesting. And, and my thoughts on it um, – it may, it may it may sound like I'm I I disagree with your proposal and it's not it's just more, I'm just literally talking out loud and teasing out kind of uh, the reality of of this right uh, just kind of a thirty thousand foot view of tech inspections in general um, you know at the end of the day um, and and honestly we said we talk about Vicky Cruz uh, she's a great example um, uh, but uh, before I do that. You know, uh, when do we tech at a contest? Right. It's it's before we fly. It's not every day, but it's like you, you register, you know, you, you land, you fly before. And at some point that day, you're going to tech before be probably before your practice flight. Right. Yeah. Something like that, you know. Yep. Um, 
what's to stop somebody from checking their airplane, flying it from that airport to another airport, uh, strapping in a bunch of weight in the tail or or zip tying uh, wood blocks to the rudder pedals or uh, upping their timing or uh, I, I don't know, uh, a whole host of other just, things. Whatever. Um, just fuck, out, just fucking tech, with it. Yeah. 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 Out, out, after the tech, you've been teched. You know, Chris Rudd, we'll just use him as an example because, uh, you know, he's arguably um, the traveling authority on extras and aerobatic airplanes and, and works on a lot of the top aerobatic pilots in the country's airplanes. Um, and he's uh, got a very good reputation of being thorough and catching things and people really, really trust him. So, um, you know, if you want your airplane work on somebody that that's very thorough and is going to catch that stuff, call Chris. But um, you know, Chris uh, could tech your airplane on Friday, Thursday, on Thursday, and you there's nothing that stops you from dicking with your airplane, um, re-rigging it, changing spades, um, uh, taking stuff out of the tail, putting stuff in the tail, mounting a fire extinguisher, and then flying on Friday and having that kill you. Right? So yeah. how thorough... We're, we're putting a lot of liability on, on people like Chris uh, because... On Thursday, he deemed that airplane airworthy. But on Friday, you and a couple buddies after some beers at the end of the day fucked with it. And then on Saturday, you become a smoking hole. So th- that's a, an insane liability. And there's no oversight. There's no um, custody over that airplane, right? Usually when somebody, uh, you know, at the end of an annual or condition inspection or a 100-hour inspection, you know, you've done the checklist that, that the aircraft calls for and you've deemed that you did it. But three days later, you know, I, I could yeah. I could go do modifications to my midwing illegally after. Uh, but like, yeah, at the time it was airworthy. But now you're at a contest and you're saying, hey, this thing is airworthy. But there's there's a different custody here because you're in this little incube at an airport in the middle of nowhere with a bunch of people like you doing a really inherently dangerous thing. And but now look at it like nature, this point, like which is Chris Rudd thing. He found some battery with zip ties. So if that was me yeah. and I found a battery with zip ties on it or whatever the freak it was, it was some, some Arkansas engineer, no offense to Arkansas. Yeah. Um, but like, if I found that I, and the guy was like, Oh, okay, I'll fix it. And then for some, he's able to somehow fix it at field. I still wouldn't want to sign it. Cause like, what else? I'm not an AP. And like, my point is, is what else did I miss now? If he's doing that to well, the how, battery, what else yeah. is going on that I'm not seeing that? How deep see? do you go? Yeah. That's the thing with like the it, tech inspection. So, you know, yeah. if we're going to, you know, I, I like the, I like the idea of a group tech um, of just di- somebody else's eyes, you know, like, Hey, like, um, you know, um, you may have somebody in the group that's really not built for S ones, super knowledgeable on S ones. And uh, I'll pick on, on S ones and experimental airplanes, uh, amateur built airplanes in general, because I, I think that's where you're seeing the brunt of these things. Um, you know, we saw a, a damn near, a catastrophic event happened at nationals last year with, with an S one. Um, I walked around that airplane and I was like, huh, that's, that's, okay. It's, it's we not both there showroom quality. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, another airplane, uh, was an extra, uh, that was certified. And even that one, I was like, there was <laughs> several things on that airplane. And I was like, okay. I, I mean, you know, Hey, it was, and in my mind, I was like, shit, it got tech. It passed tech. In fact, we even talked about it on the podcast. Like, I can't believe these things passed tech. Um, yeah, but you know, just having a second set of eyes and having somebody say, you know, you can't 
you know, even in uh, an AMP and an IA, you know, you, you may have never worked on a one design before. How 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 do you know? Uh, aside from standard, uh, you know, kind of the standard uh, uh, the Bible for AMPs uh, of general aircraft maintenance and 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 uh, inspection stuff, uh, aircraft specific, you may not know what what you see is wrong at face value or or that it shouldn't be like that or you know somebody that's never worked on an extra before may may not know a, a, the eccentricities of an extra or, or looking at it if something's wrong or not yeah grant you know hey a leaky brake's a leaky brake a flat tire is a flat tire a bald tire is a bald tire um you know zip tie a zip tied battery is a zip tied battery so i i don't know um you know having somebody sign that the airplane's airworthy i think i i i kind of agree that that is a problem um there was a big camp that disagrees with our, our viewpoint on that, but I understand. And I understand Jim's point. It's like, dude, you're having these people. Well, I agree. Essentially and sign that an airplane is airworthy. Well, it's like, you're saying airworthy. So you, you've deemed that this airplane is airworthy. So did you pull all the inspection covers off? Right. Did you inspect the spar? You know, uh, did you inspect what have you, did you do a compression test? You know, how, how deep do we want to do this stuff? But, where I where we can't go is, well, it's too litigious, it's too much of a liability. Fuck it, right? Because that's that's a little bit where I feel like people feel like they're going, or that that the IC is gone is fuck it, right? We're not going to attack. Um, that's not I don't that's not good. No. That's not good. You know, there needs no. to be some some eyes on the airplane. Um, you know, I don't know uh, so. Uh, Vicky Cruz uh, borrowed an Edge 540 for Worlds, and uh, she had flown with wood blocks before. There's other pilots that do it. I, I know I won't call anybody out, but um, I know several pilots that put wood blocks on on Pitts rudder pedals on um, other airplanes. Um, but she used that here in the states. Borrowed an airplane, put some wood blocks on. Uh, unfortunately, what well, we lost her, um, and I don't I don't know if that was ever definitive as the cause. But that was wild, wildly speculated as the cause, and and I'm sure there was people that were on the ground there that um, were unfortunate yeah. enough to have you know be first on scene, and maybe yeah, that's maybe that's what happened is a a block shifted on the rudder pedal, but um, it, it could totally that may I, I I'd have to go back and read that may have been the the actual um you know fact uh, the 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 factual finding, but. Uh, you know, after that, there was a large discussion on, you know, how do you secure a wood block to a rudder pedal? Do you zip tie it? Do you strap it? Do you, uh, you know, bolt it, <laughs> you know, screw it in? Uh, do you use them at all? Is it approved? Right. That you really can peel back the discussion, especially from an AMP standpoint. Um, I'm not a licensed AMP, but I was an F-18 Hornet uh, mechanic in the Navy. So, uh, you know, I, I was an aircraft mechanic. Well, if it's not in the book, if it's not approved, it ain't approved. Right. So wood wood blocks on a rudder pedal. How can an IA be like, I'm this airplane's airworthy? It's not happening. So you you're gonna you kind of see the gambit the in the rabbit hole that you you're you you can go down and then the pressure and responsibility that you're putting on somebody. But at the same time, uh do we say screw it and we don't tech these airplanes and people bring their their freaking bubble gum together? Amateur home builds that they're going to go then pull six, seven, eight, nine G's with. Yeah, that's another. That's I, a, I think another I think problem. we need it because I think there could be a couple a couple of people that don't know any better, and it could honestly save their life. Um, 
Yeah. But I just think. Yeah, and absolutely. Yeah. And that's happened. You know, that's a great point is you don't know what you don't know. Yeah. You know, I mean, look at the, um, look at the argument, look at the guy who, sh- oh my God, with the Frankenstein, the Frankenstein canopy at nationals. Yes. Look at that guy. I mean, and they, yep. they really didn't know any better. They were like, no, this airplane I could fly and, and, and pull some G on. <laughs> and that's, and that's a perfect like example. The, the rep from extra to be like, no, no, you, and well, yes, we can. It says it right here in a black and white print. And it's like, that guy could have, could have honestly died. So no, that's I had a it kind of be exploded. That 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 is a perfect example because that repair on that canopy, um, and for those that saw it, it looked insane. Okay, it looked like Frankenstein's um, that, that rustic canopy. But that's approved. <laughs> that's approved. Uh, I forgot the 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 A and P reference manual. So I'm sorry, everybody out there that's an uh, A and P or I A is screaming at me. Uh, uh, but I forgot the the book that it references. You know, the general where, where we get the idea. Uh, it's an approved. That was approved. For that book, but let let's add some context to it. Okay, yes, if that was an RV seven, straight up going home, yeah, to go home, right, or to to get it to a repair facility or to, uh, to you know new new bubbles on the way, yeah, you can go fly this around. And it was like sixteen um, inches long. It wasn't like some small crack in an extra can. It was it like was, across the whole time. It was huge. It was huge, and, and it had like thick thread zigzag back and forth. With like some washers and bolts. It's like, oh my, is this a joke? It was crazy. And it, you know, adding a little bit of context of like, okay, you're I wouldn't do even this airplane, airplane from airport to airport. I got to be honest. I really, my gut's telling me right now, I wouldn't even gotten in an airplane to fly a straight level. I, uh, you know, would you have, uh, I mean, honestly, a, di- a different Mark uh, that, that needed the money back when he was flight instructing and, and would fly anything even if it was on fire and would ferry anything even if it was you know uh out of oil and it, just just for the few hundred bucks because i was a starving cfi i probably would have ferried it um now i wouldn't touch the thing um granted i have more experience now older smarter wiser whatever but um no it looked it looked ridiculous i've never seen ever seen a canopy an extra canopy like that it was so comical and then you have Doug Veda on the ground there going like, are, are you, are you fucking kidding me? And you know, they, I think they overnighted a, a bubble or maybe he, he brought one. I, I, I can't remember. He might've brought one, um, but they, yeah. they since got one. And, and, but th- that's a great example, right? Um, you have an IA at a contest uh, or an AMP at a contest that, that knows he's, he's a licensed AMP knows the repair procedures and, and processes for, for certain things but may not know the context, may not have the experience. Maybe he's a new AMP and and yeah. has never been to a contest before. And all of a sudden he's the one, you know, doomed <laughs> to do tech inspections. And then is yeah. signing these things off and sees something like that, a repair like that. Well, shit, that's, that's an approved repair. Awesome. But Great job guys. Looks like shit, but it's, it's airworthy. Signs it off. Yeah. We could speculate yeah. too right now where it's like, if, if we had this new uh, proposal that I'm writing up with group techs, don't you think it would be easier and it would have meant not meant it would have been a little bit more of an impact if 10 because i'm assuming never safe to do i get it but i'm assuming that if 10 people you know in this quote-unquote or five people in this quote-unquote group tech inspection procedure so that they'd all be like no so if one person says that it's not good it's like well you don't know but if five people together say hey listen (laughs) what is this a joke or whatever yeah yeah I think it's got a lot more of an impact to it and fully agree. 
It also takes know, a little political nature out of it too. Where like you know yeah. you 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 fly into a contest and and wouldn't you know it the the guy in charge of techs um, you fucked his wife and he hates you. <laughs> now he's got to tech your airplane, and you know the chances of you passing tech are nil. Right. Um, if, they, if you don't, if they, if, if you end up having, you know, a situation where you don't like somebody and, or, uh, you know, there's issues, you know, having a single person teching all the airplanes, uh, could, could invite some, some, some bias. Right. Or you have a group and, you know, I think we should have some general guidelines of what to tech, right. You know, looking down a turtle deck, looking through inspection windows, uh, making sure seatbelts are connected uh, uh, to the to the you know fuselage tubing correctly. Uh, uh, parachutes are in pack. Um, you know, aero right. All your airworthiness registration and insurance. Sure, um, but you know we're not we're not. Um, hey, you know what else is know, not a bad idea? Is if like huh. you with these tech inspections, you know that happen. You know, at every regional contest and nationals, anything that's found should be published in a, in a, I agree. in in a link where, you know, every one of them should be there, not as a, a negative thing, but every one of them should be oh, there. Make it anonymous. So that, yeah. And now a chapter or something can review this and say, okay, like this, okay. Radios in, in the belly. That's a very common one. So like, let's, let's make sure that like we keep repeating ourselves to, to everybody to check their bellies throughout the contest or some type of yep. thing that, that yep. is a common occurrence, you know, and check canopy um, hinges. You're, can, you know, we're finding stuff. canopy hinges that are cracked. Yeah. Well, yeah. or like now with like the extra with the canopy with the Frankenstein canopy, you know, it's documented. It was, it was, it was deemed that that airplane could not fly or whatever it was. I, I forget the ruling, but whatever the ruling yeah. was, say, say it could not fly, which I'm pretty sure is what happened. Now, if that happens yes. again, you don't have to worry about the tech inspector having to be worried about being the bad guy. Um, right. Even though he or she wouldn't, it's like, Hey man, like, no, this is no good. I don't, I don't think this is safe. It also happened in 2018 or or 2019. Um, so obviously like it's no bueno. So we, you can't fly until this is fixed and, and, you know, at least you have some backup, you know, or legs to stand on. Same thing with like zip tying, whatever to whatever, you know, it, it seems like, I, I've heard things about batteries being secured with a, like a ratchet strap or a zip tie. Like it's amazing Me what too. people do and just, and, and those people, I not that he'd say, it, but like those people have nine lives. Not, nothing ever happens to those, by the way. I know. I know. You know, um, not to say like, we shouldn't, we should ignore this whole thing. I'm just saying as, you know, as a side, side note, like those people seem to escape death easily all the time. Well, and, 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 you know, maybe we can say that as an industry and as a sport, we've gotten lucky, you know, because um, oh, totally. the situation with the the pits last year with the uh, um, with a Falcon wings. I can't remember. But, you know, uh, basically having that thing, uh, both of the, the aft spars on the bottom wing bust loose and pulling the. Um, um, uh, what should I call it? Um, the tension wire attach points through and like all that stuff. And, you know, seeing that wing wobble and, and, oh my God, it was, it was, it was kind of, it was kind of terrifying. Um, and, and luckily he was able to land, but you know, I, that's another thing. It's like somebody deeming that airplane airworthy and then finding out that the wings weren't built to, uh, properly or weren't built to spec or, uh, something happened. And, and, you know, who knows when the last time those wings were opened up, you, you're kind of, 
you're kind of piggybacking on a tech inspection. You're, you're really piggybacking on the last condition, 100-hour annual that um, that that an AMP and IA signed off. Yeah, totally. And you're, you're just assuming a lot of the risk on that stuff. And you're right. You know, there's luckily uh, we've been more lucky than good. Um, or, you know, we've been good too. Um, but as a sport, we definitely, we've definitely had some issues. We've had some fatalities and, you know, how many of those were due to mechanical were probably slim, but not zero. And it, what it's going to do is it's going to take, you know, unfortunately, you know, we're just an accident away from everything changing. I mean, we say that in the airline industry all the time, you know, uh, knock on wood, we've had a, a very safe airline industry. Uh, since uh, basically Colgan 3407 um, and all the congressional mandates and changes and things like that. Uh, but it took a lot of change to make the airline industry safer. But we're one we're one accident away um, from, ha- you know, having the, uh, kind of everything thrown out the window and having the, all the discussions thrown back onto the table. And, um, you know, uh, tech inspections and, and assuming the liability, I don't know that it I don't know that it so, so tech inspections for sure are important, but I don't know that the way that people were wanting them to be done in the past were going to save the IAC or prevent fallout from a fatal accident. Um, it, it certainly will prevent the, the it prevents the person from zip tied batteries from flying for sure, but I think we can do that. I, I think we could still do that without. Um, I think that what, without having what needs the to be better. Assume more liability. I just think that what needs to be better, and just thinking out loud right now, is maybe there just needs to be a better uh, avenue for people to submit their proposals or to voice their opinion to the ISC. I think that half of them are not voicing it correctly and are being a little disrespectful, and I think they could be a lot more professional with it. But well, they're using the exploder and and even. You know, they're using aerobatic pilots, a Facebook group like those are not it's great to have. I I love the discussion element of it because one, the exploder has has, um, you know, that's a long, long running uh, avenue for communication. Um, I feel like aerobatic pilots page um, uh, not to like humble brag, but I feel like that's that's really opened up a world of communication uh, for this sport and for people to have discussions on things, which is great. But it doesn't it, it you're you're right. I mean, it doesn't. At the end of the day, you need to vote. You need to voice your opinion through proper channels, the correct channels. Um, yeah. You know, and it's not hard. Texting Rob like, Holland and ranting is not is not the way to do it. It's, it needs to go through the proper channels. You know, even with like, again, with the sequence proposals, annual proposals, it's not hard to do. Um, and if you don't know how to do it, nothing wrong with that. Just then voice that on the exploder. Like, hey guys, I really don't agree with this tech inspection stuff, and I want to. Submit a real proposal. Can somebody direct me to the right avenue? Yeah, you exactly. Know? What's what's wrong with doing that? <laughs> you I, know? I, I don't think there's anything wrong with it. Instead of being I, like I think, the, the IAC is 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 um, going only after you know unlimited people and they don't care and blah 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 and this and that's like all right man like okay obviously I'm going to take a wild guess here and say you don't like the way the tech inspection works. Here we go. But like then then. Come up with a, a change, you know, and then submit it to a proposal, submit it to, to the Facebook page, submit it to the to the Acro Exploder, let everybody see it, and and you'll know whether or not they're going to agree with you or not. And, and 
what was your idea? You know, like, well, we have, we have a lot of, uh, you know, people, that, we have a lot of very opinionated people in the, in, in the sport. And, and that's just, you know, again, that's a snapshot for, for our, our society in general. Um, but I just think just, it like, that, you know, and there's a lot of, loud of, board. yeah, just a lot of loud opinions, you know, um, and, and poignant opinions and, and very, very hard stances on things. Um, I think you see a lot of people taking things very black and white and, um, you know, to uh, what I, where I will give Jim credit is, you know, when he responds to these things, it's not, it's not a black and white thing. And he'll, he says it in every email. It's like, you know, here's the reasons, you know, and list several examples or, or, uh, uh, references to, to why something was the way it was and ends it usually with, if you don't like it, write an email. Talk to your 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 elected officials, submit it uh, for a rule change, and we'll go from there. You know, he's that's the thing is like um, I don't I don't feel and I feel like Rob Holland's like this as well. Like nobody's like hard. I haven't seen a hard black and white stance from either one of them in their tenure. In terms of like we are doing it like this, this is the way it is. I don't want to hear another thing about it. Um, I, I haven't heard that. Yeah. Maybe maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I've missed it, <laughs> but I haven't heard that. Um, I think I think there's a lot of people that 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 want. I don't know, man. It, God, there's so much of this. It just feels like people just want to start a fight. It just doesn't fucking matter what you do. That that people are just going to bitch and moan, which is true. Uh, that's part of you know yeah. part of the volunteer position they signed up for. <laughs> but. Um, uh, the tech thing was really, it was an interesting discussion. It was really interesting to see, you know, uh, references, uh, you know, Chris Rudd gave several examples and, um, of, of things found and why, why it's important. And yeah, I do. I think it's important too. Um, so maybe I do, we, I do we figure out a way to make people, a happy medium. Yeah. I wish they were more active. Um, I wish they were equally active voting, submitting proposals, submitting forms, submitting ideas, um, properly. You know, not to say they can't do it. How are they doing it? But um, well, the, sim- the the numbers don't lie, dude. The numbers don't yeah. lie. That the, uh, participation and and um, you know, proposed rule changes, uh, voting, elections, um, they are not well well participated. Yeah. They they are really not. Um, yeah. which is, you know, the the vote the the voicing populace of the IAC is much larger than the voting populace. I'll say that. So a lot of people like to voice an opinion, um, but people don't want to submit a rule change or, or try to actually invoke real change. You know, let's, let's, instead of uh, mudslinging and, and, and accusations, let's, you know, let's make some real changes. If, if, you know, going kind of circling back to, to the Robert Armstrong thing, it's like, okay, if, if, if there's strong accusations and, and maybe, evidence that what he says is true how do we make it more transparent to make sure that this never happens where is that where is that avenue hey this has happened yeah. in the past this is bullshit if i get voted in i'm going to put a stop to it to it and not only am i going to put a stop to it i'm going to make it so transparent about the iac finances um that you know nobody will ever be able to do that again you know, you're just not hearing that. So it's just I a lot do, of people squawking. And I do like Chris Rudd and everything he says. I think that 
I definitely want to bring him on the podcast, but you know, um, because he's just a wealth of knowledge. And I think a lot of his ideas, yeah. if they were in, you know, submitted through to the IAC, um, a lot of them would be adopted. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but you know, everybody's pointing the finger at the board and the board's like, what, what do you want us to do? We had our meeting already. You know, those who were there voted the people that wanted to voice their opinion. You know, it's not like, it's not a legit board. Like you have to do it correctly, you know? And Absolutely. I think that's why Jim protected himself and brought in that stenographer or something like that, whatever the, the person yeah. meeting. Yeah. Uh -huh. And like to make sure it was run and he paid for that out of his pocket. And, you know, he made sure that the board meeting got ran properly and everybody was heard. And now that the board meeting's over and the voting at that for those specific items in the past were completed, now everybody's got a problem with it. And it's like, I, I bet you Jim is at the point right now where he's like, I wish that people would have, because he doesn't have a, an issue with people having issues. And I bet you he's like, you know, I wish people had an issue with this when we had a chance to, to, to hear them, you know? Absolutely. Absolutely. He's not wishing he doesn't need this. You know, he's not making, no. I'm not happy that people are upset over this shit. Like, I no. guarantee you, you know, and it's just like, it sucks because even people that, you know, I may not agree with, you know, if everybody is voting for, or the majority votes for what they want, then that's a great thing. That's why. That's, that's how the organization should work. Yeah. And I just don't like this, like back channel, you know, mudslinging. Um, no. Cause it's just so divisive. I mean, and it just separates super divisive separates everything. And we saw, you know, you, you felt it when we, you and I went to nationals and, you know, speaking of nationals, what really sucks is like all this crap getting slow, you know, thrown in there. Um, I doubt anybody's going to want to, that's been in IAC is going to want to come to the, come back to the IC like Gulli and coming to nationals power him. And I started, and I was, you know, seeing all this shit and blah, blah, blah. I'd be like that nationals is the last place. I want to be. It's unfortunate. Cause like that should be, that should be the place everybody wants to be. And we keep talking about that, you know, and yeah. um, it's, it's unfortunate. It's unfortunate because yeah, we're coming up on, on advanced world and nationals unlimited team selection year. There's, there's kind of a lot going on this year. Um, aerobatic wise. And I don't know, we're I mean, kind of, I, I guess the elections are just uh, poorly timed, not poorly timed. Like nobody, plan for this to happen it's just the elections are, it's election time so that's uh, just it's kind of unfortunate because we're going to see a little bit more divisiveness and and you know people picking sides and uh we definitely saw that at nationals you and i um you know there's 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 camps uh for anybody to deny that is is fooling themselves there are camps it, and, it just sucks because like when i win yeah. nationals this year on unlimited i go up to get my trophy it's gonna just be overshadowed by all this bs you know yeah yeah. Yeah. No, Rob's going to be mad at you. And then, you know, then you're going to have to take over um, as vice president. I think, I think you get automatic vice president if you win unlimited. Oh yeah. Oh my God. If you imagine what the odds are, I, what would you put like 5,000 to one? No, that's too, that's too good. I would take that. I would, I wouldn't take that. It's gotta be at least 20,000 to one if I win nationals. 50,000. Hey, you never, it's not zero, dude. It's not zero. Saying there's a chance. <laughs> You're telling me there's a chance. Um, oh, man. Yeah. I, I, you know, we'll wrap this up. But uh, guys, ladies and gentlemen, boys and Go girls, vote. seriously, that doesn't matter what side you're on. Just, you know, I, just do your research. Uh, 
educate yourself on who you're voting for, but go cast a vote. Really uh, cast a vote. You're an IAC dues paying member. Uh, it's your, it's, you know, in my opinion, it's your duty to vote. It's your duty to to vote uh, uh, during these elections. And I think, you know, I think we owe it to ourselves to do it instead of, instead of bitching and moaning, um, enact change, get things done. That's my opinion. Um, yeah. yeah. And if anybody wants to come on and disagree with us or say what they want to say, you are very welcome. Absolutely. 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 Uh, you know, we're an open, and that's the thing is like, uh, you know, um, I love Jim, I love Rob, but again, at, at the end of the day, if, uh, I, th- I think, you know, hopefully people re- believe and agree that fly cool shit has been pretty unbiased. Like, you know, when we saw what was going down with nationals, we, and we've slung plenty of mud along the, uh, uh, uh towards the IAC on things that we disagree with. And again, if, if there was proof that, that Jim under Jim's tenure, that the accusations that Rob Armstrong is saying are, were actually going on, I'd have a huge problem with that. Right. And we, we would be having a different conversation. Uh, until then, I think it's pretty ridiculous what's going on. But that being said, go cast a vote, educate yourself on, on who you're voting for, be involved, go vote. IAC.org, the elections page is right there. Click it, vote. You know, um, and then voice your opinions, submit rule changes, um, get in touch with your directors, your your chapter presidents, all that. Kind I of just stuff. voted. You know, it we, took me less than a minute, literally. No, it's it's not it's not hard at all. Um, I still wish the IAC had an app that would shoot out a notif- notification of like, hey, don't forget to vote. I think if there was an app that people could easily navigate that page, it would be great. You know, one of the big complaints, um, I know you got to go, but one of the big complaints about what's going on right now is that it was hard to find the financial statements on the IAC webpage. First of all, who wants to find the, you know, who cares? about? We only care about them right now because uh, there's some wild accusations being thrown out. But who's just normally like, you know, I just want to see all the 501c3 documents for the IAC. Um, But if if you made, uh, uh, if there was an app or, or just a, much easier way to navigate uh, the IAC webpage, and if it was more robust, I think I think you get more participation. We're just getting to that generation um, shift where, yeah, people people want it easy. If it's on my phone and I get a reminder like, "Hey, go vote," I'm like, "Oh yeah, yeah." Anyway, um, exactly. should we stick a pin in this? Anything else? Do I think we I think we beat this horse to well, probably haven't heard the last of it, but uh, for now, I think we beat the horse to death. Yeah, we'll continue on next week. I think we got to get a guest on to that. I can talk about it more. So it's not just us looking, uh, yeah, looking funky. Yeah, I, we get somebody on who, who, um, you know, can can tease a third party opinion uh, uh, on tech inspections and and elections and and kind of what's going on. That'd be that'd be great. If you guys want, if anybody wants to come on, uh, shoot us an email or shoot us a text or or uh, hit us up on uh, on Facebook. But yeah, we'd love to have you on and talk it talk it through because uh, that's that's this stuff is important. It's important to get right too. You know, uh, we need to be, we need to be getting things right and not, uh, not half-assing this stuff. So I think that's all, that's all I got to say about that. I love it. I love it. I got to get back to, uh, I got to need a refill. Stangria coming. Go get your refill. I'm going to go take the girls to the pool. 
It's a beautiful day here in California. It's a beautiful day there in the Bahamas. I saw the picture. But yeah, enjoy your vacation. Um, guys, please, I implore you, head over to liftaviationusa.com. Use the promo code FLYCOOLSHIT at checkout for 25% off most items on the website. Um, they are a huge supporter of aerobatics. They support Fly Cool Shit. They support the IAC. They support aviation. Go support them. Go buy some stuff. Um, next week, I got to talk about my uh, my helmet. Um, I just got it back and did two flights on it with the uh, Lightspeed Zulu HMOD ANR setup in there. And I love it so far. So far, I love it. Um, so I'll talk more about that. But uh, go support Lyft. Uh, fly Good Merch. Go buy some stuff, guys. Flygoodmerch.com. Use the promo code ACRO, A-K-R-O, at checkout for 10% off the entire website. They just added a bunch of new uh, designs, uh, T-shirts and sweatshirts and stuff like that on there, um, which look awesome. What else? Uh, go vote. We've already said it. IEC.org. It's right on the front page. Click the voting uh, tab or the, the the link, the voting link there in the um, in the um, blog update portion of the of the site there, right on the front page. Go cast a yeah. vote. We're not telling you who to vote for. Educate yourself um, and do what you uh, feel is right. But at least if you vote, the more participation the IAC gets, the better. And uh, I think that's it, man. I think I'm done. Stick a fork in me. Uh, We'll talk to you all next week. Later. Thank you for listening to another episode of Fly Cool Shit. Be sure to check out our website at www.flycoolshit.com. Subscribe, rate, and review the show on iTunes and Spotify. Any questions, comments, or feedback, shoot us an email at flycoolshit at gmail.com. 